we had a door lock. No, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. No, we're talking about it. I'm not talking about it. We're talking about it. No, we're not. Let's go. This episode's over. No, it's not. No, I'm not talking about it. No, I'm not. No. Okay, we were fucking. No, no, no. No, no. Stop it. I don't want to talk about it. Our son went around to the deck. Stop it. That door. And no, stop, as Ralphie, stop it. Dropping a load. It was crazy. Stop it. I, know. I don't know. And then we had to lie Someday to him he could listen we to this. Hugging. Stop it. What? I like the house too cold. I like to keep it hot. I don't care much for cooking. I like to eat a lot. Scares me when she's driving And that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning And I like to fuck at night Sometimes it drives me crazy Oh, those things you do You're a big fat Gentile And you're a dirty Jew <laughs> Sometimes you are Sometimes you're not right I like to eat puss in the morning And I suck dick at night Ralphie, I know you've been in trouble many times throughout your life, right? Many times. And when you were a kid, did you ever get caught for doing anything really naughty that you weren't supposed to do? Fuck yes. Like a ton. Yeah? Uh, almost everything. Yeah? <laughs> you almost were pretty everything. unruly, right? Yeah. Like yeah, what's I've always a, been unruly. What's a good... What was a good or bad example of you getting caught doing something you weren't supposed to? <laughs> uh, I didn't get caught doing this, uh, but uh, I banged a teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. That's that's really, nowadays. Yeah, I know. Ooh. You thought you were Didn't feel lucky, like rape, though. though. Didn't feel like rape to me. How old were you? Uh, 16, no, 17. You lost your virginity to her. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. It felt great. It was awesome. What subject did she teach? I don't want to say because there's oh, a bunch of people out who there. Who might know who she yeah, was. And yeah. Yeah. She, you think she's she's probably still alive. She's like a grandmother yeah. now. Yeah. You, you being the grandmother. I know. Crazy. Yeah. Looking back on it, though, now when you think about it, were you, do you feel like you got molested? or is it? No. No. I did not feel like I got molested at all. No. It was I felt like I uh, fucked a cougar. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. So, yeah, that never got caught. Yeah, I never got caught doing that. Vinny Fastline runs a show uh, called Socially Awkward Comedy. And his first joke was awkward, and he considers himself awkward. And uh, it's kind of an interesting conversation we had one night. So here you go. I, it's awesome to see you. You're such a sweetheart. Oh, stop it. Stop it. You're being nice. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Am I, I making it. you feel uncomfortable <laughs> no. or awkward? No, I'm already awkward, so you don't, you don't have to try. You aren't awkward, though. That's the thing. <laughs> a little I don't bit. Find, not at all. I, I don't know you that well, but you seem very con like confident and you're a good-looking guy. So to no. hear you say that you feel awkward, is it because of your childhood? Like, were you... You know, I mean, I would say, yeah, actually. I mean, I actually grew up kind of nerdy. I actually grew up picked on a little bit. Me too. Did you? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you Do you have any stories for me? Um, do you remember the stinky, smelly girl in junior high with the hairy <laughs> armpits and the B.O.? 
That was <laughs> me. You? Yeah, that was fun. me. <laughs> well, uh, I was also the stinky, smelly girl. I wasn't a girl, but that's what they called me. <laughs> no. Oh, I'd have been your friend. <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to be mine. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of, actually, I was kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends growing up as a child, uh, my neighbor, uh, she was actually mentally challenged, uh, was actually one of my only friends. Yes, I'm dead serious. Uh, was actually only one of my friends um, growing up as a kid. I mean, I, that's an honest God truth. And the funny thing about it is, like, we used to do everything together, like sports. Like, I used to play basketball against her. And, How like, mentally challenged was she? I mean, she was. I mean, she's pretty slow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you still friends with her? Do, I mean, were, were you? How old were you? I was. I was. This is like literally growing up as zero to I don't know fifteen. Was she your first sexual experience? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm awesome. still waiting for that. I've been calling her like all week. <laughs> no, I'm just um, no, you know, like I actually, uh, I used to like just hang out with her all the time. Like we used to do things together, play games, video games, uh, you know, sports. Like I used to play her in basketball all the time. I actually used to beat her all the time. This is funny. And I thought I was a retard because you're <laughs> like I'm better than you. <laughs> I thought it was awesome at basketball, and then I tried out for the team, and I didn't even make it. But I was like, <laughs> you're playing against a girl retard. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she was awesome. She was my only friend. Uh, and actually, um, years later, like, I eventually moved to a public school. Thought, you know, made some friends. I was no longer picked on. And uh, I, I had a Were brain... you in a private school or were you homeschooled or something? Like no, no, no. I was actually in a Catholic, uh, Catholic school. I was in a Catholic school until I was 12, 13 years old. And then went from there to a public school. And that's when things got a little better for you or... Yeah, I started, like, doing the moonwalk, and I made, like, two friends. I sat at the weird <laughs> lunch table in the corner. <laughs> no. Um, no, I mean, I yeah, actually, yeah, that's when I hit puberty. My balls were huge. My wiener was small. You know, I used to show them at the lunch table. It was pretty awesome. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I made friends with, you know, people. It was pretty awesome. In the year 2000, I had a brain tumor. How old were you? I was 15 years old. When you caught the tumor? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So uh, Was it from playing with that retard all those years? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is certainly socially awkward. That's for sure. <laughs> this is good. Um, you 15 years old and got diagnosed with a brain tumor. Yeah. Your family must have been devastated. That's yeah, an, unbelievable. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, do you have siblings? I have twin sisters. Oh, my gosh. And older or younger? They're a little bit older. They're a couple years older. Wow. It's actually funny because the uh, the day that I found out, the well, the reason the thing about comedy is the reason I got in stand-up was because of that, I said, let's do something like nuts, right? Let's do something crazy, which comedy is fucking weird in the first place. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm going to seriously make fun of myself. Uh, self gratification you know, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's self-embarrassment, you know, it's so that people laugh at me. So um, <laughs> the, day, the, the day that I found out I had the tumor, uh, my sister, she's older, I wasn't even driving at the time, drives me to the mall. I'm fighting with her to take me to the mall in the first place. She's screaming at me, screaming at me, screaming at me. And uh, takes me to the mall. I didn't even know. That was just a thing to do. Like, now kids just sit inside. I wanted to be outside. Whatever. So she takes me to the mall, fights with me. On the way back, f- screams at me the whole time. Come home. My dad's sitting at the table. Says, sit down. I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. You know, I did something wrong. And he sits me down and says, hey, you remember that MRI we got? Uh, got the results back. You have a brain tumor. And then the what fir- spawned you getting an MRI? Were you having headaches? Or? I had seizures. Oh. I had seizures. And uh, my dad noticed these. And then we got the MRI. 
So I'm fighting with my sister up and back from the mall. Get home. Dad says, sit down. You have a tumor. And then the first thing I thought was, I can't wait to tell my fucking sister about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am like, I still call her for rides at the mall. Like I'm old enough to drive, but she's still <laughs> taking me. Like, like now, like I just use that whole thing. Like it's, it's a tumor card. You know what I mean? Like now I can use it. Now I could just, hey. Did you use that throughout the whole, pro like, oh, I had a tumor. And people would just be like, oh, oh no. Yeah, you actually should use that more. Maybe it'll get me yeah. laid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're 15 years old. You find out you have cancer. Yeah. What's, what do you, what's next? I actually, I had surgery and then uh, it didn't spread. So every two years I just get, get checked, checked again. And, yeah. Now I just get checked. Now I'm just crazy. So you're lucky, right? You're just, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, but you're so young to have gone through something like that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really get what was going on, you know? How do you treat your body as far as health goes? Oh, Are I you, don't care. What do hey, you mean? Life is short. They always say, like, and the funny thing, I th I, the thing that bothers me is they always say, like, uh, our studies show this causes cancer. These researchers do all these things where they say, our studies say this sugar causes cancer. Our studies say, you know, sunlight causes cancer. Like, it's getting to the point where, like, they're saying our studies show studies cause cancer. These researchers are all fucked because <laughs> they're, they, they keep coming up with these reasons that, they don't know. They just start making shit up, you know? I was 16 when I first tried wow. stand-up. It was really funny because I took a class. Was my it mom a make-a-wish thing? <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. It was terrible. <laughs> like, uh, my mom pushed me in this comedy class, uh, and our, our, like, our, final, our final was do stand-up. And that was the only time that I actually ever told tumor or cancer jokes was, was in this first time that I ever did comedy. What were some of the jokes you said? Oh, my God. It was so terrible. It's really embarrassing. You remember you want me to tell you? That, okay. Yeah, how think, long was your set? How long was it? Yeah. It was probably like five minutes. Okay, do, do as much of the set as you can oh remember. Oh, my God. I don't think I remember. I do remember one joke that was like how I can't go to the airport anymore because I have a plate in my head. And like now I can't get through the customs. But like every time they stop me and the, they, they want me, like I listen to XM radio. I don't know. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's really hard to make cancer funny. It is. But, it know, is really hard to make cancer funny. Like, let's hear let's hear some more. I want to hear some more cancer jokes. I'm well, sure. One of the one of the funny experiences I had was um, that I want to make a joke was when I met with my brain surgeon. Um, he started. They try to ask you questions to make it like very comfortable and you know what I mean. So it's not awkward. So he's asking me all these like common questions like, do you like sports? What's your favorite sport? And I said I love football. And I asked him, and he said, I said, what do you like? And he's like, I like bowling. And I'm like. I mean, I'm about to get brain surgery from a guy that's retarded. <laughs> you know? I'm like, do you even, I was like, do you play bowling? Or he's like, no, I kind of just like watching it. And I'm like, all right, dude, give me the knife. Like, I'll do it myself. This is, this is crazy. I, it's just that kind of stuff is like what I need to make in comedy, you know? I have, I have got a couple of cancer jokes. Um, I, I say, I just saw a homeless person with a son that said, cancer, can you please help? I'm like, I'm a Capricorn, but you don't see me begging. <laughs> And then, uh, That's funny. <laughs> and then I have another one. It's a little bit longer. Um, so it's kind of... Uh, it, it takes the right kind of crowd. But basically, I have to... They have to like me a lot because it's <laughs> pretty awful. But I said I was working at a Make-A-Wish camp, which is true. Okay. Um, and I had a favorite hat. And I wore that hat all, all summer long. You know, everyone has a favorite hat. That oh, they yeah. Love. And uh, it was a baseball cap. And there's this one kid at this camp who kept coming up to me every day and saying, I love your hat, ma'am. That's a great hat. 
really like your hat. And I didn't want to give him my hat. But he broke me down because every day, I love your hat. So finally one day I was like, fine, here you go. And I took my hat off and I gave it to him. Oh, that's nice. But the good news was is that the doctors told me I'd get it back within four to six weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> Hilarious. Everything can be made funny. You just have to find the angle on it. Cancer is comedy, right? Uh, it's been uh, the fodder for a lot of great comedy. Yeah. You know? Anytime there's tragedy, there's comedy. That's just a, naturally a thing for comedians to do is take tragedy and make it funny. You know, um, we did that with 9-11 that day. Uh, and they're horrible jokes that most civilians would be appalled at. But we were laughing our asses off at them because we're comics and that we're fucked up people. Um, but I think you have to. If you get cancer, you should get at least 10 minutes out of it. <laughs> I mean, for all the shit you go through, you know, you should get 10 minutes at least. You know, if I got cancer... I'd want some fucking... I, I'd get a special out of it, okay? You know, F-U-C word, you know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to it. I'm not really good at, like, talking to women. Like, you know, I can walk up to comedians that, like, I like idolize and stuff and just talk to them, and it's not a big deal. But, you know, maybe just, just talking to women, I'm just... I'm awkward, and that's the truth. Maybe one-on-ones I just get uncomfortable in. I feed off energy. So my friend like has this thing where he's just like, he'll ask me to go talk to somebody randomly. He'll say, go talk to her. Go say something. And he'll tell me something ridiculous, and I'll go do it. And it actually works, though. It's the only thing that works. I mean, I don't think you have a problem getting laid, right? Um... You, know, you don't seem like you would. I mean, you're you you're, you're a handsome guy. Like even if you were you. on stage doing comedy, like you don't look like most comics. Most, you're you're like, what you said you're Italian, and I mean, you've got good genes. <laughs> you guys trying to get me kicked off this podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, being honest. Um, no, I mean, maybe I'm doing better now. When I actually when I was in college, I wasn't like I wasn't the best, and even in high school, I just wasn't the, it wasn't the best it wasn't the best for me. I, I like all my friends were getting laid in college. All my friends were the ones getting laid in college, you know? I would hear them like banging chicks through the drywall. So like now the only way to fall asleep is I have to put porn on. Help me fall asleep. <laughs> when I was young, my dad caught me calling 1-800-SPANK-ME. Do you remember this? <gasps> no, call, I, okay, I don't, but so I can imagine. There's lots of those All before of like the whole dirty stuff. So you, how, how old were you when you did that? I don't even know. I was probably like... Uh, 13 but I mean yeah this is, pre bill, this is right? definitely pre-brain tumor he would have seen the phone bill so they would have known well you know this is the yeah maybe I mean I guess I didn't yeah probably shit. I didn't think to, about it at the time were you calling just as like a prank as a kid or were you calling to actually like, I was ex I don't know me and my buddy like heard about 1-800-SPANK-ME we didn't really know much about it 1-800-SPANK-ME we were like yeah <laughs> we're all excited you know we're kids and uh we get on the phone this was the house phone days you know those things right house with like, phones with you a put cord. it out to your ear and it's got a cord on it you right. remember what I'm talking about yeah. house phones yeah, yeah. <laughs> they existed right so we, we called 1-800-SPANK-ME and at the time when you'd answer a house phone if somebody else picked up they hear you're on the phone and they hang up so I, I was like whatever this was like our own only like form of communication at the time anyway so I was like no there's no options so I pick up call 1-800-SPANK-ME <laughs> my dad picks up the phone and I hang up immediately 
and I'm just like like praying to God that he just just hung up the phone. But he didn't. So meanwhile, <laughs> I'm sitting in the corner of my room. I'm with my buddy, by the way. That's a little strange, but we're excited. We're kids. And he walks into my room, and I'm sitting in the corner, scared shitless. And he looks at us, and he goes, we'll talk about this later. I have, I have a really good socially awkward moment with my parents. When... Uh, we were looking at universities yeah. for me to go to. We went and looked at uh, Texas Tech. And uh, we shared a hotel room. And my parents thought I was asleep. But, I mean, I couldn't fall asleep because it was a weird, cheap hotel room. And the, there's a light in the bathroom that was kind of buzzing. And mm-hmm. I was almost there. If they'd have waited five minutes, I probably would have been out. But I heard my mom whisper, I think she's asleep. And I couldn't even respond fast enough before they were they were fucking on the bed next to me oh and I I, I I tried to like let them know that I wasn't asleep by making like ah, ah, like trying to like and they'd stop and like get real quiet and then they go right back at it like like they thought oh she's like they didn't give a shit that I was in the room and they so the next day I would not talk to my mom or dad we went and looked at Texas mm. Tech and I my mom thought I hated the school because I just didn't like anything oh that day so a few years about a year later it came up that no I wasn't asleep and y'all are assholes <laughs> <laughs> oh my family's gonna love this one so <laughs> so I was getting a blowjob while I was driving and um, as I'm driving we get pulled over by a cop <clears throat> cop fl- you know flashes lights I've, I'm scared shitless pull over right cop shines the light like, in, you know how they shine that bright light into the car. She gets up, like, really, like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, my God, can you be a little bit discreet <laughs> about it? This is crazy. You know how, like, cops, like, when you get pulled over, they kind of, like, take their time and stuff? This guy does not take his time. I did the boner tuck, put it underneath the belt. He runs up to the car, like, instantly after he pulls me over and pops his head in. And I'm like, oh. He says, hey, what's going on here? Uh, you know, why are we swerving? And I said, sir, I'm thinking he's pulling me over because he thinks I'm dr- drinking or something. I said, officer, I was not drinking. He said, hey, never said you were. So I said, okay. So he goes back to his car, um, (laughs) comes back to me and says, hey, can I see you at the back of the car? So I go to the back of the car with him. I'm thinking, he's going to give me a sobriety test. He's going to, like, he's going to ch- breathalyze or whatever. He's going to, and I'm, I'm good because you at this point You might have to take her I'm, breathalyzer test. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, that's funny. So <clears throat> I go to the back of the car. And he looks at me, and I'm thinking he's going to give me a sobriety test. And he looks at me, and he smiles, and he says, was she doing anything to you that was making you swerve? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like blushing at this point. I'm like, no, 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 not at all. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I can't get you for anything. But he just wanted to know. <laughs> he's like, wants to hear it from you. He says, yeah, yeah. He's, he looks at me. He's like, was she doing? I can't bust you for anything. Was she doing anything? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just, kind of, it's kind of, I'm just tired. I'm just swerving. He goes, well, I can't get you for anything, but uh, have a good night. So, re- meanwhile, he could have got me for reckless driving, etc. So, well, he could also bust you for being tired because being, you can actually get a DUI for driving under the influence of sleepiness. This is a joke, right? No, I'm dead serious. Seriously? Yes. So if you ever get pulled over, don't tell the officer you're tired. Really? Swear to you. Yep. Wow, there's something going on. It's kind of one of those nights. There's been a lot of sirens tonight. Maybe, maybe they're busting people for roadhead. So, yeah, no, no, that's the <laughs> truth, actually. If you don't want to say I'm tired. But so, so, meanwhile, a month later, maybe three weeks later, I'm working out at the gym. 
I see the same cop that pulled me over. <laughs> the same cop. I look at him. He looks at me. I give him the thumbs up. He gives me the thumbs up and the wink. <laughs> like, I know what you did, buddy. It oh, was one of the so coolest funny. moments I ever had. Like, if I ever love any cop, that was the dude. You know what I mean? That was my favorite guy. Ralphie, what do you think about that? Did you ever get caught doing anything you weren't supposed to as a kid? Probably yeah. a ton, right? Yeah, ton of stuff. Um, anything like 1-800-SPANK-ME? Exactly like that. Uh, my buddy Russell and I, uh, we opened up a, uh, a magazine, and there was an ad for American Express. And so we figured out how many digits we had to come up with for a credit card number. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, it turns out we got it right. We got somebody's number right. And then... American- How hard is it to get that number right, though? It wasn't hard for us. Right? I know. We just guessed. I said, an expiration date, June, you know, and in like two years, like June... Did you get it right on the first try, or was it... Two tries. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, and we got the number out of a Hustler magazine that we found uh, at the park. Uh, dudes would just leave fuck, fuck books out. <sighs> Weird. You've said that before. That's so strange. I've never found somebody's Hustler. That's not true. I, I did find once. But it was... Oh. We, um, we used to break into abandoned buildings and take pictures and climb around. And so we ran into some homeless stashes at times. And that usually had some sort of... Uh, Naughty magazine, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Must be hard for homeless dudes to get chicks. Yeah, no, that's probably not hey, easy. Your box you, or mine? Yeah, right. Yeah, literally, your box or, or mine. mine. <laughs> uh, we called. Uh, we called uh, a one eight hundred number. I think it was eight hundred number then, and um, uh, talked to the lady and. Uh, and then she put us on this party line where this dirty bitch started talking dirty to us. And then it got really weird and we just hung up the phone. Was it arousing or was it weird like creepy? It was a little bit creepy. If I'd have been by myself, it probably would have been turn on but Russell was right there listening to. And so listening to a chick with your with your best friend right there. Right. Yeah. No, we're hanging this up because uh, if I get a boner, it's going to be fucking weird. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. My mom, uh, uh, where's this number? And then she called him and tried to get the charges taken off. Wait, but we used somebody else's credit card. Yeah, but it showed up on our phone. Oh, yeah, because it charges your phone bill. So with when if a kid were to pick up a phone and dial that number, then it is the parent's responsibility to pay that because they're not watching their kid. So ultimately, I guess yeah. you can't argue. Oh, well, it wasn't there was a minor? Well, minors shouldn't be calling one eight hundred numbers. Yeah. Okay, I, I think get that's that. What she told him. That I was a minor, and uh, uh, they they took it back. Did they drop the charges? Yeah. yeah, interesting. So if if you if you want to call one of those numbers and jerk off, then call them back later and say it was your kid that did it, and they'll drop the charges. I don't think they even have those anymore. No, I probably not. Not with the internet. I don't, I don't know think they so. do because remember we had um, um, Mikey and Teddy on, and well, that was a long time ago though when he was an operator too. I don't know. Maybe they don't exist. All right, Ralphie. So you called one eight hundred number, got busted for that. Have you ever had roadhead? Yeah, once. Yeah, once. When? Uh, when I was a teenager. You know, uh, it was fun. It was fun. If you weren't, if you weren't as as I can't, there's no getting like there's no room yeah, between the staring now. column and too the, fat. 
you know? Yeah. But I'm also a more conscious driver. You know, it's like you can't get roadhead when you got car seats in the car. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Just, that doesn't look just right. Just irresponsible. Yeah. You know? Well, Vinny got roadhead. Kind of. And of course, got busted. Got busted. Socially awkward. He never said if he, if he came or not. He probably was talking to the cop with a boner. Oh, I, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Because it seemed like... Do you think he was like, talking in the gym with a boner, too? <laughs> no. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> He's you, like, you, you go to the gym sometimes, and sometimes dudes get boners. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. of their fabric rubbing against it while they're... No. They're turned on by That's the women? weird. Okay. I don't know. I don't no. know. You um, just said that. I don't probably know Probably the exertion you know, of lifting and stuff like that. Give him a boner? Give yeah. him, like, a sexual rush? Yeah. It rushes blood everywhere, I guess. Oh. Yeah. It does feel great lifting weight. Uh, now I don't have to get a boner. That's weird. Well, and you don't want to. You don't want to be spotting some dude while he's. Oh my god! Hey, fucking Johnny Nuts! Uh, either wear underwear when you spot, or uh, tuck your fucking balls in your fucking shorts. Oh god! Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I just vomit a little bit in my mouth. Ugh. On that, folks. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Ugh. And and I hope you got a couple things out of this, okay? A, get some roadhead. B, no boners at the gym. Yeah, C. And by the way, old dudes with long balls, wear a fucking towel in the locker room, bro. Okay? Nobody wants to see that shit. I was going to say C has to be don't get cancer. Um, Right? What? We're going through all the things you learned while oh, listening yeah, to yeah, the yeah. show. A, yeah. B, now C is don't get cancer. Yeah, don't get cancer. That's no good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, What's D? Avoid it. D. D. Um. What else uh, have we learned? Fuck your teacher when you get a chance. Okay, and don't get caught. And don't get caught. Yeah, that's actually the whole thing. Don't get caught and, and knock off the awkwardness, Vinny. Yeah. Just go for it. Right. You know, if you guys have a socially awkward moment, please share it with us. We want to hear it. Okay. We love those. Yeah, it's hysterical. Girls, you ever got your period wearing white pants to school? Hmm. Hmm. What, me? Anybody. Oh, I thought you were looking Anybody. at me. Yeah, you got that story. Not the white pants. No, but... No, but... The, where it yeah, looked like got... you gutted a catfish in your back pocket. Mm, yeah, I've had that. Ooh. I had that happen a few times. But not the white pants Ugh. one. That's, just that's the worst. Yeah, that's always tough. That's an awkward moment. Any girls ever have a tampon get pulled out? Pulled out? Yeah. What do you mean? Where somebody grabs the string... Oh, I, oh no! I've never had that. Oh, okay. What, oh, like like pulling a string out of your shorts? Like, good. Hey, yeah. hey, let me cut this. Pull it. Help you out with this one. Yeah. And you jerk out a tampon. <laughs> tampon. I'm just asking. Uh, there's all, okay. You if had you a have big a... pad fell out of your underwear when you're when you're a kid. Oh. Uh-huh. a big old pad fall out on big old thick maxi pads for heavy flow days. Uh-huh. Huh? You ever have that? Huh? You want to hear those stories? We want to hear those stories. Those we are the ones your, we want to hear. Your awkward stories where you got embarrassed. I love them. They're awesome. Dudes with boner stories. That's a good one. Oh, my yeah. God. Or you shit yourself stories. Oh, I've got those. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, we'll save those for later. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. 
visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.